helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And it is trip report day, Doug. Yes, I had a trip and I will report. Yes, Doug got to go to Walt Disney World. We're going to be talking all about it. I feel like this is starting to become a tradition for you guys to get away from, you know, people. You don't come to my house for Thanksgiving. You no, go to Walt we Disney don't. World. We go to Disney World for Thanksgiving. It's what we've done a lot of years. Uh, we did other than 2020. I think we've done it for, I don't know, like so I think 2018, 26, 2017 might have been our first Thanksgiving trip. We went and watched the Huskers play in the basketball tournament that they have on property. And we kind of like, oh, that was kind of fun. And Better we've than cooking turkey and you know. doing it. We we go to Disney World and we get ourselves on a Black Friday cruise. Well, I cannot wait to hear all about it. But first, we need to give a shout out to a new Patreon, Robert Hughes. Thank you so much for joining the Rope Drop Radio community. Uh, we got a Zoom coming up, actually, when this show comes out. But we also... Uh, have a lot of bonus audio after shows, a lot of things we're talking about, including some news that we have to talk about in today's after yes, show. Today is more news. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a good one. So Patreons, don't miss out. And thank you to all the Patreons who continue to support our show. Yes. One Patreon sent me anonymously a collapsible top hat uh, that was waiting for me when I got home from my trip, Derek. That is awesome. I hope you wear yeah. it all the time. Well, the thing is, we on Rope Drop on Deck, um, I made a comment about, to Michelle, like, jokingly, I should wear a top hat. And then since Wes, the DCL dude, is going to be on the cruise as well, she's like, sure, you and Wes, wear some top hats. You'll look, you oh, know. Oh, you better get some pictures was, of that. So now I have a top hat. Did Wes get a top hat? I don't know if Wes got an anonymous top hat from one. We're going to find out. Okay. Love it. So they're up to no good. Most of the time. Always are. A few of them were actually texting me today. Yeah. I think to get me in the top hat though, there's going to be a a donation level for give kids the world that uh, will need to be met. I like it. So I might uh, wear the top hat. You will. It's going to happen. Because I okay. want to see the pictures. But uh, let's talk about another way people can support the show besides yes. sending top hats. <laughs> yes. Apple Podcast Reviews. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read it on air eventually. This week's five-star review is titled, Great Disney World Information! With an exclamation point. And it is by Shell C. It's a percent sign? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's... Chelsea percentage. I, don't I love know. it. It's from back May 3rd. So here we go. I took my daughter to Disneyland for her third birthday, and I am convinced Disney World needs to be our next Disney adventure. Thanks to you guys, I feel ready. I would love some tips on tackling the parks while adjusting to the time difference, California to Florida. Well, that that's a good show idea. Hopefully she's not going yet. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great review. Thank you, Shell. Thank you. See. There's a red-eye flight that I've done that I do not recommend do, for that. Do, Breeze Airways, they run behind regularly, but it's a direct from uh, Anaheim, not Anaheim, but Orange oh, County. Oh, Orange, Orange County. County to Orange oh, County. Yeah. So if you're going park to park, Breeze Airways, I did it back they in May. They make it a breeze? It was a breeze. No, 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 no. And their, their first class is like, 
not really first class, but it's really nice if you can swing it. I did that and it was like, oh, like chair lean so far back and super wide. It it was nice. Don't be afraid to do Breeze Airways. It is more of a discount airline, but that's a good one. Um, but maybe we'll we'll get to this in the new year sometime. The I like it. It's a good topic. California, what the Disneyland regulars needs to be aware of at Disney World. That's I think they even one. have a guest in mind for that. So, all right. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your trip that you just literally got back from. So uh, you yes. did not take Breeze down there. Uh, no. How'd you get down to Walt Disney World this time? Southwest Airlines. And um, they they decided to fly flights over the holiday weekend, which is good compared to like last year during Christmas. So we had directs from Omaha to MCO both ways, which was great. Yeah. Who all went with you because you didn't take me, your extended, extended family. No. So this trip uh, this year, we invited my mother-in-law to go along with us. Uh, we have not done Disney World with her yet. We have with all the other grandparents. She has been on a Disney cruise with us before. She cruised with us back in 2017 to Alaska on the Wonder. So that's her only cruise experience. Um, the only other foreign country she'd been to, I believe. So this time um, on Black Friday, we got on the Allure of the Seas and went to the Bahamas. So very different cruise than Alaska, about as polar opposite as you can get. But uh, that's who went. So it was us five, you know, Michelle, uh, the kids who are now just for people that may not know, um, 18, 16 and 14. So all teenagers that's growing up so quickly. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah, it makes the parks different, makes the cruising different. Um, you know, a lot of times the park can remain the same, but you go that second time or third time, but you're different. Your kids are different. So the experience is different. Oh, absolutely. So, That's the best yeah. part of being able to go more often than not. And one thing I do want to say is that we are not going to talk a ton about the cruise no. on this show because we have rope drop on deck that you'll be doing a whole show with Michelle on yes. there. Yep. Yes, Michelle will be on so, there. She's always on there, and we'll do the she's full. She's still not home yet. She is, she's still enjoying the parks. She is. She did Universal today, and I think tomorrow she shifts over to uh, Disney World with a bunch of her coworkers. Ah, exciting! So let's talk about you, though. Where did you guys stay at Walt Disney World this trip? So we spent two nights at uh, Wilderness Lodge at Copper Creek in a two-bedroom villa. Oh, so nice. It, it was very nice. Um, spacious, I think, is a good word to use. Um, there's the one room had the king bed uh, with a big bathroom, jacuzzi, all that. Then you have the living room with the kitchen, kitchen table, a fold out couch, not a pull down out of the wall like we see in a lot of rooms now. You know, like you see at the Riviera mm-hmm. or you see at Saratoga Springs. Uh, this is actual pull-out couch. And then uh, the other bedroom has two queens, full bath, laundry, washer-dryer. Uh, it actually has a walk-in closet with the two queens, which is weird. I mean, it was huge. So we put like all of our bags in there, able to lay them open and everything. It made it really like the the actual room then felt empty. Like you had lots of space to move around and then all three balconies connect. Cause there's a balcony from each of those units basically. 
and we were overlooking like the wooded area that leads down towards the pool. So if you're not familiar with Wilderness Lodge, up in the lobby, there is like a bubbling spring or a geyser sort of thing that water bubbles out of. And then it goes down like a stream or waterfall, what have you, at spots. In like it looks like it feeds into the pool. I don't know if the water actually goes in the pool or not. That's probably a separate cycle. But someone so, is yelling at us right now if it is or not. If it is, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know for sure. But um, yeah, we kind of our view is out towards the wooded area that that stream goes through. So if you look to the right, you can see the pool. Look to the left, you're looking at the main building. A uh, really great location, fourth floor or third floor, which the lobby is actually the second floor. Because uh, there's a layer below it, so the oh. Wilderness Lodge Christmas decorations, Derek, fantastic. I know that's what I was just about to ask you. Oh so, yes, ask, uh, ask away. Hey Doug, was the Christmas decorations up and beautiful as always? Yes, the tree is gigantic. It is. It's it's really. If you're gonna do a tour of resorts this. for Christmas directions, uh, decorations, hit up Wilderness Lodge. It's harder to get to. So Magic Kingdom, you take a boat over, you go to the lobby. It's worth it. If if you're honest to God looking at Christmas decorations, you have to do Wilderness Lodge. It's a little bit out of the way. The monorail loops, the obvious one. You get the gingerbread houses. Uh, the poly really doesn't go all out on, on Christmas, but Grand Flow and Contemporary have the big gingerbread houses, right? Yep. And then Epcot Area Resorts, Gingerbread House is there. The other big one to check out is Animal Kingdom Animal Lodge. Kingdom Lodge, yeah. Those, those are the resorts you need to go look at if you're you're serious about your Christmas decorations. And we did some of that on our first night because our flight got in like at five-ish. I got to drive in rush hour. That was fun. Huh. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, I did great. I just introduced myself to traffic. Yeah, there you go. Uh, That's how you merge. As I did, just, you know, I close my eyes and hope we get there. So my question is, did you go to one of my favorite bars on property, Geyser Point? We did not. So you just failed the trip. I know that was the plan. And so we looked at the, the weight where, while we were driving from MCO to Disney property, Michelle was um, refreshing the dining the whole time. She got us on the wait list for geyser point. But I mean, this was the night before Thanksgiving, right? Crowds are big and it was the already one drinking time. night of the year. I found out. So that wasn't helping us, no. but all of a sudden an Ohana at six 30 became available. Oh, hard to turn that down. So it was kind of like, well, cause we were thinking if we didn't get into geyser point, we were going to go over to the Polynesian and eat at captain cooks because the kids really like it. I enjoy it. It's got a lot of variety. So in food, you don't find anywhere else, right? Wings and noodles and that sort of stuff. So then when that came up, we're like, ah, do we want to spend the money? Do we not want to spend the money? Yes. The and answer is always yes at Ohana. It, it did. It ended up being yes. And uh, we ended we got there and uh, UCF Kent was able to stop by and have dinner with us too. So we had a, a table of six turned into a table of seven. You know, kit doesn't take up much space, at least. No, at not at all. Not at all. But um, it was my mother-in-law's first time at Ohana, and she loved it. Um, now, for reference, they went every summer for 10, 15 years when Michelle was growing up. They had timeshare at Westgate. 
And uh, so my mother-in-law had been to Disney numerous, numerous times, but they never rope drop. They were the show up at 11, eat lunch first type of people. So yeah, my oh, mother-in-law, it was, it that's, you know, because of Michelle's dad, kind of how he ran the show. And so, yeah, this was her first time in Ohana. And I think she really enjoyed it. I think she mostly enjoyed seeing how like Sam ate something other than chicken strips and mac and cheese. Like she couldn't believe it. You know, Claire tried shrimp for the first time. Finally. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Which throughout the rest of the trip, she ate shrimp whenever it was available. That's hilarious. So she got like shrimp cocktail as an appetizer a couple times on the cruise. You know, Declan so, did that after the, uh, the blue shrimp on the Halcyon. So something with kids and shrimp. At, and the blue shrimp of all shrimp, that does not seem like the gateway shrimp. It, it was, I guess. Oh, okay, good, I mean, good for eat, I guess he's eaten shrimp before, but yeah, that blue shrimp's just really weird. So, yeah, so we ate at Ohana. Um, it was uh, the chicken was perfect that night. Um, you know, sometimes it's drier than others, you just ask for more. And I don't know how many of the skillets of appetizers we went through. How many pot stickers should have kept a tab? I, we should have because we had, I mean, myself and Kent who put down a good number of pot stickers. And then Alden decided it's his new favorite food. And the kid, I think he burns like 4,000 calories just sitting with his metabolism from running, you know, all the time. And then Claire and, and Sam also eat the pot stickers. And my mother-in-law ate the pot stick. I mean, we went through four to five skillets. I don't know. It was, what? and then basically we got one last one. And ate a few things off of it. And then we got doggy bags for Kent to take home. So that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so it was fun. And then uh, we went and looked at Christmas decorations on the mountain rail loop after that, before heading back and waddling back, waddling back to the room. Okay. I guess my follow-up question is, did you save any room for the following day? And what'd you do for Thanksgiving? Cause now I got to know that. So yeah, Thanksgiving is a holiday based around food and, up until us getting there, we did not have a reservation for anything because we kind of missed our day. Michelle, I'll be honest. She is great at booking things for her clients. For us, not always the top priority. So like our vacations tend to like, then, you know, she'll say it's my job to take care of us, which I do a lousy job of booking things. Derek, you know, when we travel together, who does all the genie plus stuff? Oh, that's me. Yeah, I do nothing. I just I follow I whoever's. ADRs. Yeah, I just follow people. So, yeah, it's trouble when she puts me in charge of things. So we had nothing booked. And so we got Ohana. We thought, well, if anything, we call this Thanksgiving, right? Yep. Eat counter service the next day. Well, then she managed to snag a Steakhouse 71 for lunch, um, which is good. It's, you know, great. Uh, but the kids then looked at the menu. And it was not a special menu for Thanksgiving. And Claire, after a few minutes of scrolling, scrolling, she's like, I, are you sure it's Steakhouse 71? Like, I don't understand this menu. Like, yeah, it's called Steakhouse 71. There's, There's no steak. steak. Like, I want a steak. Because Claire and Alden will eat steak. And yeah. she was just befuddled. Like, why wouldn't there be steak? It's called Steakhouse. We're like, yeah, write a letter to the manager. So that was what we had for lunch. It was like 1230. Perfect time. Rope drop Magic Kingdom. Head back. Eat. Relax in the room. That was going to be the plan. Well, eventually Michelle found dinner that would have actual turkey stuffing 
mashed potatoes gravy, right? So the dinner was Hollywood and Vine. It's, you know, with characters Mickey and Minnie and uh, Goofy and Pluto, who's who we saw all in their Christmas attire on Thanksgiving. Uh, so we ended up there for Thanksgiving. We didn't do Steakhouse 71, um, but we did do the Hollywood and Vine at Hollywood that Studios. It's an amazing poll for an ADR in on the it, day. So on the day we got Thanksgiving food plus other buffet items and characters and characters. They had meatballs that were really good. And I felt weird getting Thanksgiving like meatball, right? right, Like a Polynesian barbecue meatball or something like opposite of Thanksgiving. Um, But that was so good. I got more of those. Um, The turkey was so like they have the turkey at the carving station. And when they like, carving you can see all this juice just oozing out of it i'm like oh this looks good so it was it was good the stuffing was decent the gravy and mashed potatoes were as expected um the 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 thanksgiving meal was a win there and the desserts were pretty good they actually had some pretty good stuff for michelle on her gluten-free um diet so her life not diet it's not diet it's just she is and they accommodated that really well uh ohana it was the first time michelle been there since she had to become gluten-free and uh she was so sad watching us eat 75 pot stickers um, and noodles all the noodles and noodles this yeah is not so, sponsored by ohana by the way it, we should work out a deal though um but yeah she really loves the pot stickers and the noodles and could not have them and of course the bread pudding which oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's good, not gluten-free. Um, what? So, yeah. And then, Weird. yeah, on Thanksgiving, though, for lunch, what we ended up doing, timing-wise of things, we needed to get out of the park. We, I mean, it opened at 7.30 to on-site guests. So early rope drop. The first two hours of Thanksgiving were fantastic. But we're going to talk about rope drop in a minute. Anyway, back to food. Back to food, Derek. Focus, Doug. Focus. Um, we went to the Roaring Fork which is a very underrated counter service restaurant. In my opinion, it is the counter service at wilderness lodge. If you want to just go look at Christmas decorations, see the resort, it's a good place to grab lunch. And they had a Thanksgiving meal available and the adult portions were huge. I saw them putting it together. I ordered the kids Thanksgiving feast because I was still full from Ohana. Like, I was like, there's no room for all this food to go if I'm going to eat later. So I got the kids, and it was actually really good, but it just looks so sad in this box. So I tweeted the picture of it, um, made sure it got rated, and it did not get rated very high. But it was, it was really good. The turkey was smoked, and you could taste it, Derek. Mm. Like, they smoked this turkey right. Um, they also do Thanksgiving at... Uh, oh, what's the restaurant that Ed Wilderness Lodge where they yell about ketchup? Whispering Canyon. Is that yep. it? Yep. yep. So they don't do their barbecue on Thanksgiving. They do Thanksgiving there. We've had that before. And they're very clear about how, like, yeah, we've been smoking turkeys for like 24 hours. Like the server's like, it's almost annoying how much the cooks talk about it. And so that same smoked turkey from Whispering Canyon must trickle into um geyser point it was a fantastic like that main plate like if i would have gotten the adult meal it would have worked for thanksgiving dinner no problem at a counter service so you yeah. ate well 
overall. I ate very I mean, that's before well. getting on a cruise ship where all you do is eat. Where the main goal is to I'm see how many I'm glad you stretched dinners. out your stomach but all, while at Walt Disney World before you got on a royal cruise. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do, Derek. Yeah, take one for the team. I love it. Any other food things? Because we got to get to the parks a little bit. We, I got questions because I know you went to uh, the, something new at Epcot. I cannot wait to get to. So yeah. uh, you ready to move on to the parks? Yeah, let's talk parks. Okay, so uh, you weren't there that long. Uh, Thanksgiving, you talked about rope drop. First two hours, great. Then yes. what did the parks look like? All right, yeah. So the first two hours on Thanksgiving are fantastic. Like, I think people just are slow to get going on Thanksgiving because it's a holiday. Because um, they drank so much the night before. Right. And the locals, I don't think, show up till way later. Thanksgiving in the park is a weird day. We got there at 730 did space buzz poo dumbo aerial small world before we ever stopped for a line like we just rifled through that like it was september 15th type of crowds um and we were not moving fast like do not accuse us of running from place to place um my mother-in-law's top speed is not the same as shell's say that she's got two new knees but the new knees aren't quite as fast as alden's knees just just say that makes sense but she did all those things with us she did other than the space mountain right we hung out for that one but um yeah so all those things done and accomplished the one bad thing was the uh uh stuff for tron to the virtual queue like did not work that morning so that was a, a bummer. Uh, then we used our first lightning lane for Jungle Cruise. After we did all those things, and our first lightning lane was like 930. Um, nice. Yeah. And then um, I think they used Mine Train lightning lanes. And then it was kind of like everything. Then like the people were showing up by that point. Main Street was packed with people coming in. And the Magic Kingdom went from like ghost town to I'm not sure I can physically get across the street in about an hour. So from 930 to 1030. People like it went from ghost town at 930 to like where are all these people coming from at 1030 to at 11. It was I'm glad we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, so here's the weird so we left we ate at geyser point we took a little nap two o'clock we hopped to epcot okay yeah so that that's what we did that was our rope drop okay uh let's yeah. just uh, yeah let's just so you hop to epcot uh how was that park on thanksgiving empty so no the magic of, of thanksgiving right everybody feels like they have to go to to the magic kingdom on the holiday so magic kingdom gets a little more overwhelmed on christmas on thanksgiving on easter they don't do anything special for thanksgiving at the magic kingdom also the line for turkey legs at like oh, nine in the morning that. That was on it's like, story. Hilarious. it's like what are all these people in line for and then i figured it out i'm like oh this is this is the most disturbing 9 a.m meal i could ever eat and I'm a little worried about that line. It's going to be close to noon anyway. That was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah so I've never oh seen my. more than three people in that line, let alone 300. 
I don't know that anyone should ever be in the line for turkey legs. I I'm apologize right now to turkey legs. I, our turkey leg lovers. I but I've I've had a couple and I'm like, Ugh. yep. I, I usually go one at a Ren Fair just to feel in care, but I haven't been to a Ren Fair yeah. in a decade anyway, so that's not even worth it. So yeah, that line was hilarious. That that made me literally laugh out loud uh, when you sent it to me. So thank you for that. That yeah, never thought Epcot. never would see that, but yeah, Epcot. Yeah. Epcot wide open. I mean, we walked from Future World, whatever it's named now that I refuse to call it, back to the American Adventure without real crowds or traffic. Like we didn't have to wiggle around people. It was wide open. Um it, and it I'm sure it stayed that way all day. But uh everybody that was at Epcot felt like they were at one place. I know that's not true because it's not that big. It just feels that way because of that place. Okay. Well, uh, I was going to hopefully say Moana. Yes. Yes, I was right. Because that's what I was about to ask you. I want to hear this review. I'm so excited. So. Epcot's newest attraction. Yep. That's technically correct. Yes, it is. Um, Newest attraction. And I, I. It's hard to describe. It is not a splash park any way, shape, or form. So don't go thinking it's going to be a highly themed splash park. It's like weird little interactive things to touch water. And a lot of it's you're waving your hand through stuff or above stuff or by stuff. And it squirts water higher or further or faster. The one thing, the best one I thought was there's different streams of water coming down and they're each different notes when you break the water for played a note, but it was very educational. Um, there's signage all over explaining what a river and all, all the other things, all the water cycle to learn it all. If you actually stood there and read everything, it would be a long thing to get through. And if people actually did that, there'd be a line a mile long outside. Thank goodness. Nobody reads anything. So because nobody reads anything, the whole purpose of it, I feel like, is kind of lost. I feel like there should be some recordings telling me about the water cycle because I'm a nerd and I didn't read them. I took pictures of them all and that was it. Maybe I'll go back and read it on my pictures. Spoiler alert, I won't. Um, But they have one really neat photo spot in front of Tafiti. You know, the 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 god or whatever when she gets all green again, right? That statue. But the place you need to stand to take the picture is a bottleneck of traffic. Like, did we not think about the angle at which people would take pictures? And how long they take pictures for. You know, oh you get gosh. the whole family in there and smile it, and it's it felt crowded. Was there a photo pass photographer? I don't remember. I honestly, I did not stop there. Oh, okay. I was just trying to get out of the crowd. I know Michelle, I think, got pictures of the kids. I'm not sure. I didn't feel very organized because it didn't feel like there was space for the organization. I mean, it's I'm so some... jealous. I want to go to it so bad. No, temper your expectations, my friend. It's worth a trip, guys. So book your trip today. You heard it from Derek. Yep. It's a I thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I did it. And um, like, it doesn't take long. It's a loop. Once you're in there, you're going all the way around, folks. Um, I mean, you can walk as fast as you want too. 
And there's only a couple spots where you get wet and there's a dry path and a wet path. So you can stay totally dry like I did. Um, yeah, it was a thing. But oh, it's a new thing. There you go. And you got it done. Did you buy a, a, a pin or something to, you know, memorize this time in your life? No, there's no commemoration of Moana's Journey of Water, Journey of Water inspired by Moana or whatever it's titled at my house. We did it. We all kind of looked at each other like, okay, I don't think anybody asked for more time because it's all self-paced. No one was like, oh, I want to stay and play with this longer now. But we have teenagers. I don't know. Maybe a seven-year-old will love it. My one-year-old niece loved it. That's the best review I can give. Wow. Yep. Yeah, they also love bubbles. Yep. Yep. So okay, there you go. There so, you uh, go. We did Epcot. it. We did it. We did it. Uh, what else? Did you do anything else at Epcot? I know that was kind of the main reason. Um, I think with our mother-in-law being there, I felt like she really needed to see Voices of Liberty. Um, so then we trekked from Moana, which is basically the front of the park all the way to Voices of Liberty at the back of the park. We caught them. It was a very good set. Um, enjoyed it, as always, with Voices of Liberty. Um, and they sang a song from Brave, which I don't think I'd ever heard them do before. So that was neat. Uh, but yeah, we enjoyed Voices of Liberty. And then from there, um, Michelle and the kids went all the way back to the front of the park for Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind where the pre-shows broke down and they had to stand for a while while things Ooh. got plugged back in and worked. So they did that. And while they did that, um, myself and my mother-in-law, we started walking towards the Skyliner and then we took the Skyliner from Epcot over to Hollywood studios um, while they went to ride guardians. So, that way we could move. She didn't feel the pressure of trying to keep up with Michelle. Michelle goes her own speed. And if you get lost, you get lost. Yep. That's like, you've been there. You fall behind, you stay behind. Yeah. Like her and Alex together is particularly dangerous, isn't it? It is. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, I wasn't going on guardians. My mother-in-law wasn't going on guardians. Like we're just going to start now. And so then after they got off um, Guardians, they went and they got the, the van and they drove over to Hollywood Studios. But my mother-in-law got to enjoy the Skyliner. And, you know, she'd never done that before. It was new since she hasn't been for quite a few years. So that was a, a new thing for her. I think Voices of Liberty was also something she had never done. Um, even though Michelle went to the parks every year growing up, it, I, it was a very different park experience from what I did growing up. So it was kind of fun to talk about some of their old trips, you know, and things like that. So, but we got to Hollywood studios, three parks, one day, Hollywood studios. Also the, the wait times wouldn't tell you, but it was pretty empty. Like, okay. Not congested black Friday though. I'm going to warn you. Every park is uh, on a banana scale of 10, nine bananas. Thanksgiving, the Magic Kingdom is 10 bananas. Everywhere else is five bananas. I like the banana scale. So you uh, can't go wrong with bananas. Bananas are good. Uh, I, I have some ripening upstairs, but uh, Hollywood Studios, you're only there for a few hours. Uh, would you guys knock out? Um, 
did we did Toy Story uh, Mania, and we did uh, and I rode with Claire, who's horrible. So like we got none of the special things open. No, it was like I didn't even break two hundred thousand. Devastation. Alden beat me. Oh, so, yeah. he's a man now. Congrats. Yeah, mm-hmm. sixteen, and actually he can drive. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's frightening. Um, and then uh, we did uh, Minnie Mickey's Runaway Railway. We requested row seven or eight, so we got to see the trumpet squid. It's a thing. Um. I think my mother-in-law really enjoyed that. So the kids before we went on that ride, like we're, we're in line for it, the, you know, inching our way towards the pre-show. And they're like, so because they knew we were sitting over at Hollywood studios for a while. We looked at some of the Christmas decorations while we waited on them. And they're like, did my dad tell you what to expect in Mickey and Minnie's? And she's like, Oh no, what? Even though I totally did. Um, she played along with them and uh, they're like, Oh, well, this is a roller coaster, Grandma. You know, like she had been on the great movie ride numerous times. She knew what was in the building before. So, and they're like, they kept telling oh, her, like, it yeah. went upside down, like it's a roller coaster. And, like, are you sure you can do this, Grandma? Like, all three of them, just little boogers. But she already knew. I had told her it's, you know, about the only family ride in the park because it doesn't have a height requirement. So, and I think she really liked it. And like, you know, just from, you know, a 15 year, 16 year gap since your previous trip to go, by the way, you shouldn't, shouldn't go. Right. And, and to show up and go on an attraction, like Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, the technology jump just blows your mind from your last trip. Buzz was one of the new rides. Actually, it would have been longer than 15 years. She hasn't been since Sam was born. Sam's 18. So she hasn't been for like 19 years. So to go and see the progression from, you know, previous trip, uh, Buzz Lightyear was new, right? Um, And then now you're showing up and you got Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway with all this projection mapping and animation, like, and just, you know, trackless vehicles. Yeah, you could. She was pretty blown away by the the um, advancement in that. And then, of course, we went to our our dinner, and the dinner was fantastic. We had a good time. Um, You know, if you're trying to think of meals that you've eaten at the most, I think our family's eaten at Ohana probably the most, and then it's probably Hollywood and Vine if you combine breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which is different experiences. But we went there a ton when the kids were little, when they were Disney Junior aged. I've been there three times. Right. That's a lot. Three, three times is a lot. If you think about it, so many restaurants to do one that many times says a lot about the characters and stuff. And I should, I should say we didn't go when they were Disney. I've been to Ohana four times. There you go. I'd do the math. Maybe five. There you go. Don't forget our trip there in June. We were just there in June. I know. Yeah. So I put that in there. Okay, good. Just making sure. Yeah. We did Ohana a lot when the kids were little too. It's uh, yeah. Way before the podcast, I was in love with Ohana. So, yeah, that was uh, Hollywood Studios. And so the night before, when we're sitting at Ohana talking, my mother-in-law says, "Oh, we're doing fireworks tomorrow." And Kent made some comment about like, "Yeah, until about five p.m. when you're like, eh, we're good.' <laughs> I can't can't called it. Yep. Like, you know, a whole day in the park, keeping up with Michelle." 
all that turkey you're like, stuffing. You're good. Yeah, you're ready to go like, home. I don't, I don't need it. fireworks. I know what lights in the sky look like. So yeah, it was, that was it. Okay. There you go. So simple trip to Hollywood studios, three parks one day, and then uh, onto the cruise. But it sounds like you had a good time and your mother-in-law survived. She survived. I think we could have planned some things a little different, um, but I think, I hope, I hope she had a good time on her day in the park. And uh, I mean, she was able to get her picture with Mickey and Minnie at dinner. That worked out because we hadn't met them all day. Right. So getting this, getting the, the characters at that meal worked oh, out really huge well. Point. That's, that's one of the reasons why you book that you get those characters in their holiday gear. You know how many lines you're saving by doing that. Right. It absolutely. is pays for uh, itself. But also, you spent some money on these two meals you picked up. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. They're $60 ahead meals. Yep. Um, the dining plan, like I know people poo poo it, but if if you have the dining plan for two nights, which if we would have done the dining plan, right, for a two night stay and those were your two meals, you you beat the system. Yep. Right there. So there you go. That's my little plug for book the dining plan in 2024. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Well, uh, we're not going to jump too much into the cruise cause you're going to do a whole podcast about that. But Derek does have some questions. Yeah, Derek's questions are going to be different than what Michelle and I talk about. That's for it, sure. Okay. So first off, just get out of the way. Not official question, but, uh, what ship were you on? We are on the allure of the seas. It's a Royal Caribbean ship. It's the second oldest Oasis class ship. And these are like the mega, mega big cruise ships. Yep. At one time it was the world's largest ship. Um, it's been passed up by other ships in its same class, but not by much. Like you wouldn't really notice it's bigger. They're gigantic. So big. 6,000 passengers, roughly. Okay. Huge. So my, one of my questions is uh, comparing it to Disney, like the family friendly Royal versus Disney. How did you feel, especially now that your kids are teenagers and you've done a lot of Disney trips? How is that comparing family wise? Well, I'm not going to go too deep into this answer because that's something you got to tune in for the yeah. what the kids really thought of it um, to the other show for. But for me, it was a little more relaxing. There was less um, because you take the characters out. Um, there's less stress about getting to stuff because Michelle loves her characters. So that was nice. Um, I think the first hour or so Alden was like, it's like we're going to sail on a really fancy mall. Yes. It looks like a mall. That is a good like, nailed it. The, the one area, but then there's other neighborhoods. I loved the central park area. You feel like you're just outside Troy, there's grass, there's insect noises. And um, I really like that area. So there's some good and some bad, on the overall feel when comparing to Disney for sure. Okay. Uh, I want to know, did Doug do something unique, different, something he wouldn't do normally? I know they got rock climbing and all those things. Did you do anything crazy on, on the ship? I did not. So bummer. yeah. So they have ice skating, which is awesome. The, I went to the show, we went to the ice skating show, the diving show, spectacular stuff. And, and I could talk about both of those things for an hour a piece, 
Um, I won't. I'm sorry. I, I'll spare you all, but I could. Um, but they have open ice like almost the whole day on when we were in Nassau. And, you know, we saw this girl at noon at Nassau with like a very fresh wrap and a sling on her arm. And yeah, she had just broken her arm ice skating. And I turned to my kids. I'm like, and that's why we're not going ice skating today. That's funny. Uh, what's really funny is you're texting me about the ice skating. And I actually was chaperoning a bunch of tween girls yeah. ice skating. And uh, I did not fall. And no one broke anything. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, this poor girl, you know, day one or of the day two, the morning, right. You've survived one night and the next, next morning, you know, five or six year old girl broke her arm. The rest of the cruise is literally at a beach. She now has a cast on. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's rough. So yeah, I didn't do anything too crazy. I mean, we were, we stayed in a suite. So I liked going to the suite lounge and it was up high and you could look down on everybody. Is that crazy? No, that's not as crazy. I was hoping you did something out of the ordinary. Uh, did you have? Did you at least have an adult beverage, Doug? I did. I had a hurricane while on Perfect Day at Coco Cay. Well, that was my next question. I want to know about Perfect Day, and I know you'll talk a lot about it in the show. But like, I is it compared to Castaway? I, I want to know: is it this? Is it a destination that people, especially who love cruising, need to make happen? Yes. Yes, it's that, better. That, it's better. Yeah, it's better than Castaway. Oh wow! Pause. So, so I went to crazy. a water park. Um, there's so much, so many options there. Disney has a beach. That's what they have at Castaway. Yeah. Uh, Royal has a beach. More of them because there's more people. There was about ten thousand people at Cap at uh, Coco Key. Sorry, K Coco K. Um, that day because the allure of the seas and the liberty of the seas were both there. So about 10,000 passengers roughly. All right. <laughs> that was a ridiculous amount of people for the record. Right. It's insane. And you would think, oh my gosh, how am I even going to be able to move? Well, the island is huge and they have lots of beach, lots of chairs, lots of cabanas, lots of types of cabanas, a gigantic pool. And then they have a full-fledged water park. Um, you do pay additional for the water park. On a Black Friday sale, uh, the cruises aren't necessarily for sale on Black Fridays, but like you could find discounts on drink packages and um, other things. We talked about this in a new section on Roped Up on Deck. And so we got our water park tickets half off. So Samantha and I went and did the water park for the first two hours, first hour and a half. It was open, waited for nothing. We basically went on as many slides as our legs could handle stairs, which, to be honest, was not as many as Samantha had hoped because she had her old fat father going with her. Um, but like they have the world's or North America's tallest water slide. We declined doing that one because we just simply did not want to go up all the stairs. Like literally, that's the reason Doug wasn't afraid for his life. Got no. I mean, I've done the straight drop one at Blizzard Beach, but you know what? Most of the stairs is the chairlift, so it's it's good for us lazy people. Um, but we did all the other slides from that tower, and then the other tower has a family raft ride, and then like some racers and this other raft one. We were planning on doing them all, but we did the, the family one first, 
and it has one of those zero G things. It goes down and up and zero G's and then comes back. I'd never done one of those before. Holy crap. That was awesome. And basically uh, after Sam's done laughing at me for how I got off of the tube, um, we both simultaneously like we're doing that one again. So we nice. went back and the second time we waited about 20 minutes for it. Um, where we basically we stood just for like two people ahead of us or two groups ahead of us the first time. So we knew the crowds were showing up. So we did that again. And that time I went backwards and oh my gosh, I think it was more frightening seeing what was coming. Sam was like, Sam went backwards the first time and they were kind of like, yeah, it might've been better not knowing what was ahead. <laughs> Cause like it's just like drop off another drop off uh, up this thing. And you think as you're going up it, like how is it not just going to flip over on me? Like, I remember that's all I could think when I'm like, how is this working weight distribution wise? And then we were still alive and finished. Um, but that slide was cool. Uh, then we went back. The lockers are included at the water park. Don't know how or why. That's weird for Royal Caribbean to include things. Um, then we went back to Michelle had booked a cabana and we hung out in the cabana the rest of the day. They give you a little speaker. We were playing all the Bob Marley and Jimmy Buffett. We could, um, and just had a good time relaxing. I think I fell asleep for about 20 minutes. Uh, we did get some snorkel gear. It was really windy that day. The snorkeling was not particularly fun, but they have some pretty good snorkeling stuff out there. Um, the day was awesome. And, uh, was it a perfect day? Yeah, yeah, it was. Perfect weather. The breeze coming through the cabana was fantastic. It wasn't hot in the cabana at all. It was just hot out in the sun. Uh, you got floats with the cabana. We had a chill island cabana. Um, Michelle will give you all the details on Rope Drop on Deck. But it was it was pretty fantastic. I put uh, rope, rope Drop magnets up on the doors. And I realized when we got in the car driving away, I forgot to take them down. So hopefully the magnets I left on the stateroom doors um, find a good home. I hope so. I hope so. Yep. Uh, and, and thank you for listening if you're checking it out. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, it sounds like an amazing Thanksgiving trip. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the cruise on Rope Drop on Deck. Uh, cause I have a lot more questions, but I know you'll be answering them some more, but I just want to make sure you had a perfect day. That was, that was yeah. a big thing. Yeah. I had a perfect day. Um, perfect day, perfect cruise, perfect Thanksgiving. Right. So they have like a song that they play for a perfect day. Like they just on repeat. And so like it's what they, when your gangways open, they play this song. And then as you walk towards the Island, they play this song, like the entry area, it's the song. So I felt really bad for the cast members or crew members that were working in the areas where they had to hear this. They're numb to it now. Song on worry. repeat. Oh my gosh. On the tram, they're playing the song. It, but you know what? If I commissioned a song, I would use it all the time too. Unlike Absolutely. Disney Cruise Line made a song for the 25th anniversary and you heard it like twice. Where darn it, Royal Caribbean's got their song usage down. Yeah. But All right. yeah, now we'll compare, we will compare Disney to Royal at nauseum over the next month. So Perfect. yeah, it will, we'll be deep dive into this topic because it's fascinating. 
All right. Sounds good. Well, we uh, got to get on to the Patreon show, but Doug, I'm glad you're back and you're back safe. Yes. yes. Uh, I always laugh when Doug texts me, I landed and I'm like, that's better than with the opposite. So yep. I'm glad you're home safe and sound. Just got home. So have fun unpacking, doing the wash and surviving till Michelle gets home. Yeah. Uh, and then I think we got to have Michelle on the show. Sometimes yes. Hers. She'll be going to Jollywood and Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. So yeah, we haven't uh, talked to Jollywood. Jollywood. On, on yeah. Show. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get that trip report coming up. Perfect. All right. Well, if you want to book a trip, uh, definitely hit us up and we can help you uh, navigate that as well, because it's the perfect time to book a trip, whether it be on a cruise or Walt Disney World. And be sure to follow us at Rope Drop Radio and all the things. Doug will be sharing more from his trip and you can interact with it. And uh, if you want to support the show, get the after show and some of Doug's bonus episodes and content, you'll have to go to the Patreon show that is in the show notes. And uh, go support us. And thank you so much to all of our Patreons. Uh, We could not do this without you. And uh, for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.